this gift too wonderful to work. Now, think about some of the gifts that you've received over the years, and uh, maybe have a little bit of fun with that in, in your mind. I've received some really great gifts, and I guess I've received some really not so great gifts. Uh, one year, when I got an iPad, I thought, that was too outrageous, and I refused to open it for a month, and now I'm accused that it's my mistress. Yeah, we see some, some amazing gifts, but I, I wouldn't say any of them indescribable. I received gifts that I would call incredible. I received gifts that I would call unimaginable. I've been to those white elephant gift exchanges, and I've received gifts that I would say are unrecognizable. <laughs> and as a kid, I think I eventually destroyed a few gifts to the point that they were unsalvageable. <laughs> a friend of mine uh, made a mistake one year of giving his wife a new vacuum cleaner for Christmas. <laughs> Evidently, that was unacceptable because <laughs> when his birthday rolled around a few months later, she gave him the attachments. That <laughs> <laughs> was totally <laughs> But a gift that's indescribable, too wonderful for words, only one could get that type of gift. That's Jesus the Christ. Jesus our Lord. In fact, this phrase, too wonderful for, for words, is actually one word in the original language. That's why I like the word indescribable. But it's a word that doesn't show up anywhere else in all of the Bible, only right here. It doesn't show up in the Old Testament. It doesn't show up in the New Testament. It's not used to describe the great events of creation. It's not used to describe the, the terrific events of the flood or the exodus of the last days of the return of Jesus Christ. It's only used in the scriptures right here. In fact, get this. It doesn't appear anywhere in all of late ancient literature until right here in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 15. And, and it just has to, it has to make you wonder. If it was a word that was created in order to help us to understand and appreciate the uniqueness and the significance of Christ. It, it has to make you wonder if it's a word that had to be created because there wasn't another word in the language that could even come close to helping us appreciate who this little baby was. There wasn't a word that could do it just. Now, throughout history, the church has produced many great minds. Okay, we've had those that have been referred to as divines, MDs, masters in divinity. Most of them have been called theologians, those who study the things of God. And, and, and we have to appreciate them. I mean, they've helped us to get a, a greater understanding of the scriptures. They've given us the opportunity to understand who God is himself. But, they, but if you were to take all of their efforts and combine them together into one manual, they wouldn't come close to helping us to really grab a hold of exactly what it is that God did when he sent his son for the sake of mankind. It's a gift to wonderful for words. Even the most devout among these great minds might 
proclaim, oh, the depths of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. Yet, if you were to ask them, they would even pretend to fully being able to get their minds around this, around this incredible thing. Our best efforts can't do justice to helping us to appreciate, to understand the adorable Lord Jesus. So here I am, on this Christmas Eve, standing in front of you, trying to describe for you a gift too wonderful for words, and what am I doing? I'm using words, right? Kind of an irony right here, and I kind of set myself up for trouble. <laughs> and so I think the best we can hope to do tonight is maybe to raise our bar of appreciation just a little bit. And let the Holy Spirit speak into our lives really how amazing this incredible gift really is. Christ, the unspeakable gift. Now, there have been those who try to describe him as being God's good will. Okay? And for them, they would talk about him as being the divine benevolence, the divine philanthropist, the, the divine kindness. But in doing that, they're going to miss out on a huge part of who this Christ really is. There are others who want to talk to him as being God's opposition to man's moral failure. And so they want to describe him as the divine displeasure. So some would want to combine that and say, okay, he's the divine displeasure combined with the divine kindness. But friends, he's so much more. He's, he's so much more. The cross isn't a punishment. It's a hospital. <laughs> yeah. The cross isn't there just to reveal the evils of men, but to provide a remedy for the evils of men. Christ is not some kind of lesson that we learn in, in Sunday school. Christ is a gift that's magnificent. In fact, Christ is a gift that's too wonderful for words. Yet we come up with words. We come up with words to describe them. Words like the Advent. We come through the Advent season. That kind of climax is here on the eve of Christmas and Christmas Day and the events of the birth of Christ. The incarnation, that God became flesh. Amazing. Atonement, substitution, mediator, redemption. We have great phrases that I love, like friend of sinners. Jesus loves me, this I know. Mighty to say, yeah, God. But we tend to think that if we had just the right words and just the right phrase, that surely we could convince everyone in the world to believe this truth. Uh, unfortunately, that's not true. Because the capacity to believe is a miracle of God, and it's a miracle that could be igniting in your soul at this very moment. That suddenly the things of God are coming in your alive in your spirit like never before. That's my story. There's others here, that's their story. They can point to a moment when suddenly it was like a light went on, and all this stuff just made sense. And we wanted that. Dance on a mountain and declare praises to God. Prior to that, they're just going through the years. God's spiritual world. It's too wonderful for our words. It's too wonderful for our praises. Just 
take a look at his great love and you'll understand the inspiration of scriptures like this. This is Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17 through 19. Listen to it. Paul praying for the people of Ephesus to pray we can grab a hold of and praise. I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. Wow! Even scripture says it's beyond our ability to wrap our mind around it. It goes on, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of Christ. So high, you can't get over it. So low, you can't get under it. So wide, you can't get around it. Oh, rocking my soul. It's just too wonderful for words. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but notice here, did you notice in the scriptures that it's a gift? Right? You see that? The word just stands out amazingly. It's, it's a gift to be experienced even with our limited understanding and to be expressed with those first two words. What are the first two words in that verse? Thank God. You see it there? Thank God for this gift. Too wonderful for the word. Have you thanked God for that gift? Have you given thanks for him? You see, you may not have the words to describe him. You may not be able to do it justice in talking about him, but one thing we can all do. We can be grateful. We can give thanks. And in giving thanks, we can embrace this gift. The truth is, some choose to reject it, some choose to ignore it, some choose to mock it, some choose to despise it, some choose to curse it or even use it in their cursing. Others try to kill it and kick it out of the public square. But here's a great idea. How about embracing it? How about accepting it? How about giving thanks to God for it and allowing it to change the course of your life forever from going your way, and where's that getting you? To turn around and say, I'm going to go God's way. That's what this gift is all about. The, the Magi, upon experiencing this gift, the Bible says in Matthew 2.11, on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. And this is what we all come to the place of when we experience him, is worshipping him. When Mary, when Mary experienced the reality of this, she worshipped and she believed. When Joseph experienced the reality of this, he worshipped, he believed. When the Magi heard about it, they changed courses. They came clear from the eastern country and traveled miles because they knew the prophecies concerning this. When the shepherds heard about this, they stopped what they were doing. They came and they believed and they worshipped him. So it's a gift to wonderful for words, yet it's a gift that needs to be received. It's a gift that needs to be appreciated. But it's also something else. In fact, it's kind of an oxymoron right here, and I'm going to contradict everything that I've just said. <laughs> That's pretty typical of me, if you know me very well. Because while it's too wonderful for words, it needs to be talked about. At the birth of Jesus, the angel of the Lord appeared to the shepherds who were keeping watch over the flocks by night, and they said, Do not be afraid. Why do angels always start with, Do not be afraid? Huh? Have you noticed that? Wow, there must be pretty major days, right? Yeah, so I'm glad you say that because I'm praying here. Right? Yeah, calm down, Michael. I bring you good news. 
that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, the Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And then right after that, a terrific army of angels appeared. And they shouted, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. So the, the shepherds, they stopped, they went to see this thing that, that they were told about, this gift to wonderful the words and the Bible says right there, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning him, concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at, the, at what the shepherds had said to them, but Mary treasured up all these things and honored them in their heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had before. They've got to talk about it. And when you experience it, you can't contain it. You'll feel like there's fire shut in your bones. If you do, you've got to let it out. So it's interesting to me. We've talked about these, these divines, these MDivs, these masters in theology, these doctors in divinity. That's not who the angels appeared to. Did you catch that? Who did they appear to? Shepherds. Dirty shepherds. Shepherds who were rejects. Rejected. They were considered unclean because of their working with animals. And to add to it, they couldn't even get to temple because all of their time was consumed in taking care of these animals. Unclean and only building on it. They weren't accepted in the temple. They couldn't get to the temple. They were unclean. And that's who God reveals his truth to. He doesn't come to the rich or the mighty or the educated. He doesn't go to those who have all the words figured out and all the phrases figured out. He goes to the poor. He goes to the lowly. He goes to the uneducated. He goes to those who feel inapt and he empowers them to live the life that he intended for them. This gift, he wonderful words, was declared among the least likely by the world's standards. We would have said, no way. And that's what the religious establishment of the day said. No way. You think you're too far? That's what's not. You're exactly who I said. You see, this gift, Wonderful words. Give thanks for this gift. Wonderful words. Embrace this gift. Wonderful words. And when we you'll want to tell somebody. Go. Tell it on the mountain. Over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Thank God for this gift. Too wonderful words. Will you pray with me? Glory to you, God. Glory to you. All glory, honor, and praise be given to you forever and ever. That you would send your son for me. It's amazing. It's marvelous. It's beyond my comprehension. But I say thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I give all praise to you. We give praise to you for today. Thank you. Thank you.